What's going on, family? What's going on? What's going down? What's shaking? Welcome to another episode of Jonathan Soul. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a fantastic guest, an alumni of the Jonathan Soul podcast, a brother who not only uh, created uh, this great comic book series called Self Lux, uh, beautifully illustrated, colored, and, every, and written by him and his lovely wife. Um, now, the brother went into the tool shed, he went into the Matrix and figured out how to do animation his own self. Disney, he's not taking your calls. This brother figured out how to do it himself. And not only that, when he came up against an obstacle, well, okay, I got this great animation. How am I going to voice it? You know what I mean? Tons of people, experienced voiceover artists, saw what he was doing, fell in love with the project, and lended their talents to this project. Ladies and gentlemen, Everard McBain. How you doing, brother? Uh, that's that's a fantastic intro there. I hope people aren't disappointed when they hear me speak. <laughs> no, man, no. You're, you're, you're an inspiration, man. You're one of those cats that um, I kind of, I, I, I guess I call a renaissance man, right? One of my heroes is Gordon Parks. And if, okay. you, if the folks who know about Gordon Parks, he started out in photography, right? He started out in photography, mm. and then he got into making movies. He directed a, a movie called, I think it's called A Learning Tree or something like that. And then he mm. wrote the score uh, for The Learning Tree. So he was a musician. So, you know, something oh. he wanted to do, he went after it. And that's what you do. And so, I, you know, I, I think that should be applauded. So uh, Appreciate that, man. I appreciate the encouragement. It's no problem, brother. No problem. So... I know that you're working on a project, another animation project we're going to talk about, but I kind of teased it when we was talking off mic. Can you describe the T-shirt design that you're going to have coming up called I Survived 2020? What does that design look like? Can you describe it to us? <laughs> Listen to me. When 2020 started, I think I think World War Three was trending on Twitter. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, that's when... when um, Saber rattling was taking place between Trump and, and Iran. Yeah. And um, I said, you see, if this is how 2020 starts, I wonder what else we can expect for 2020. And hmm, we, we're, only in, we're only in June. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I really am um, afraid to see what July, you know, um, and so on has, has to offer. My goodness. Man, look, so like like you alluded to, man, so it was a saber-rattling. Um, he was talking shit with China. They assassinated an Iranian general on Iraqi soil. That was right, early right. in the game. And then, you know, throughout the Internet sphere, we heard whispers about a, some kind of virus uh, happening in, mm-hmm. in Wuhan, China. But he was like, ah, that'll never come here. <laughs> that's in Wuhan, China. That's, a long, that's on the other side of the earth. Next mm-hmm. thing we know, man, country started falling like dominoes. It was like, oh my yeah. god! And then they and did something. Weeks, huh? weeks. a matter of weeks. Yeah, matter of weeks. it wasn't even a month. And then they did something that we never seen. They started closing down countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't close down the country for the swine flu, for the bird flu, for for none of this other shit. They didn't close down the country for nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, maybe they knew something that we don't know about this virus. I mean, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist on the microphone. <laughs> Off the microphone, I got a tin hat and everything. And, 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 so, and so they closed down the country. So, okay, so, bad, we're trying to deal with this. 
And so mm-hmm. people, so in America, I don't know about a Trinidad and Tobago, uh, where you're calling from, but in America, 40 million people apply for unemployment. 40 million people. Mm. I think it's 300 million in the country. So that's like, I don't know, fifth? What is that? My math is bad, but that's a significant portion of the people. So mm. so before we let me, can... Let me just, go ahead. Let me just put, put that in perspective for you. Mm-hmm. The, the entire population of Trinidad and Tobago is one... Point three nine million. God <laughs> damn! <laughs> and you're you're telling me forty million. Forty million people are unemployed in the U.S. Applying yeah, for we, unemployment. We are just one point three nine million. Wow! Wow! So while all of this <laughs> stuff, I hadn't even got to the brother yet. So all, while all this is going on, I mean, what what was you thinking? You know what I mean? He was like. Sucks to be in America. Because <laughs> you told me y'all really didn't get touched by, by uh, the corona, right? Uh, we, 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 had, we had cases, and we did have lockdown measures here as well. Um, they closed the borders. Our borders are still closed, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, they, they left it open for trade and, and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of companies had their employees working from home who could. Um, the government put a few things in place to help those who um, would be out of a job like uh, grants and uh, um, rent assistance and that type of thing. Well, um, a, lot of, a lot of companies also um, uh, had like food drives, handed out hampers um, and that type of stuff. So we, we won't really, we won't really hard hit. The, the Most of the cases that we got came from a cruise ship that, of people that came home mm-hmm. and the government set it up that they immediately quarantined the group. They took them to a quarantine facility. Okay. So they never really got a chance to mingle with the rest of the population. That's, I suppose that's why our, um, count was, was so low. We only got, as I said, 118 cases and one person died. Wow. Um, and that person but, but probably they, tripped and fell. You know, well, I think they had pre-existing um, conditions or something like that. Wow, that's amazing. But we we did feel it down here in terms of unemployment and um, you know the lockdown measures. Trinidad mm-hmm. has a lot of um, street side vending. Okay. You know, they couldn't people make their living by um, selling food on the roadside and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. None of that was allowed. You know, okay. no in-house dining in restaurants. Um, everything they locked down everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. And they're only now starting to open back up, you know, people going back to work and, and schools are still out. They're still schools are still closed, but they're opening that soon as well. Okay. You know? Okay. So I like in America they talk about phases of opening. You know, so uh phase two might be fifty percent capacity for restaurants or something along those lines. Are y'all mm-hmm. doing a phased opening or y'all just swinging the Correct, doors wide yeah. open? Okay. No, phase. They 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 left all manufacturing open mm-hmm. um, and all essential services, you know, um, security services, police, nurses, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, as they, they we, we're now trying to open back up now, they're doing it in phases. Mm-hmm. So um, I think the last phase will be stuff like um, bars and nightclubs and, and um, that type of stuff, okay. you know. But they did, they did do it in, a, I think, was six phases and all. Okay, wow, yeah. wow, wow. All right. And so were people fairly, I guess, satisfied with the way things handled? I mean, you didn't have people marching into the state capitol 
the country capital with guns or nothing for haircuts, like we for, did. For, because um, they wanted haircuts, yeah. Right, no, we didn't, right. <laughs> we didn't have any of that in Trinidad. Um, overwhelmingly, I mean, we have a two-party system similar to yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and the opposition party, you know, they, they were making little wranglings here and there to try and capitalize on the event. But overwhelmingly, the, the population is satisfied with how the, the government that's in power handled the the whole situation, you know, how mm-hmm. they, they locked down and stuff. You had one or two people. Now, Trinidad, let me explain to you something about Trinidad. Mm-hmm. Um, Trinidad is a very laid-back country in terms of the people. Okay. We are we are a party people. We, we don't make, we don't allow anything to bother us. Just to give you an example, we had a coup um, in 1990 okay. where um, some guys tried to overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. It was unsuccessful, but we had a period of curfew for, for months after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were throwing curfew parties. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Very serious. Even now, in, in, during the, the corona um, thing, Police were called to several places where people were having corona parties. It, mm-hmm. it, there's a lockdown, there's a quarantine, but people are throwing parties at their ho- homes and stuff. That's that's just how Trinidad does it. Wow. You know? Okay, so now, now the, the party thing puts me in mind of Carnival. I mean, that's huge down yeah. there, right? Correct, correct. W- when yeah. is that? Is that September or something? Like, I, I'm. No, no, it's it? a, it's early. It's early in the year. It's usually like around February or March, anywhere. Oh, around okay. So, yeah. so did the things get locked down for you guys before this carnival, two thousand twenty, or no? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big. That was a big point of contention mm-hmm. by, um, well, the opposition and a few other people in society. Okay, they were saying that they should cancel carnival because you know Corona had had just started to get, um hitting various countries and stuff. And for Carnival, we usually get a lot of visitors from all over sure. the world. People from Sweden, um, Europe and stuff come to, to Trinidad for Carnival. So they mm-hmm. were saying, hey, let's cancel Carnival for this year. Say, what's they got chances, huh? Mm-mm. They, they, I, many people saying we dodged a bullet with um, Carnival, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it, it came off as normal. Um um, it's it's they, they call it the greatest show on earth. Yep. Um, people enjoy themselves as as normal, and we didn't get we didn't get any luckily any corona cases out out of Carnival. Thank God, thank God. My dentist, uh, him and his wife is from Trinidad and Tobago. So uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, I try to keep it that's, black as, as much as I can. So uh, <laughs> but, that's um, another thing. Um, despite the fact that Trinidad is is so small and our population is so small, you can. Genuinely find a Trinidadian anywhere in the world, mm. and, and we've been involved in everything. We um, Olympics, we've won a few medals. I told you this the last time. We've we've won a few um, Miss Universe contests. Yeah. Um, Trinis, Trinis are all over, all over, all in, in some of these weirdest places. Like when this Corona hit, mm-hmm. and people were starting to come home, you, you realize that there were Trinis in the Middle East. Oh wow! And, and in in um. In, in Alaska and the, the, anywhere in the world, there's a Trinidadian doing something, either studying or or working or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah all right. All right. All right. Wow. 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 That's amazing, man. That's amazing. So, um, uh, we talked about the the coronary thing. I ain't gonna lie to you. 
I'm kind of I, I want to hear what you got to say a little bit, but I'm kind of exhausted about talking about uh, Floyd. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, you know people doing symbolic shit and ranting and crying and all that kind of shit. And it's like I, I turned I turned uh, what year is this? So I turned 51 last year. I turned 51 last year, and so I remember Amadou Diallo in '99. Um, the brothers from uh, uh, Guinea, Guinea, I think, Guinea, whatever, West Africa, and mm. that's the first time I heard of like, like in my in my county, uh, the police are known for beating people ass. You know what I mean? Mm. But it was never like murder. It was just, you know, you resisted, and we're gonna, you know, yeah. beat you kind of thing. Touch, but touch you up a little bit. Yeah, touch <laughs> touch you up, but. <laughs> Amadou Diallo got shot by I think four cops in his in the hallway. It, back in those days, those crackers up in New York New York City had a plain clothes division, where they would ride around in jeeps, uh, you know, like trucks, SUVs, and just jump out and just jump on people like a fucking gang. And so Amadou was I think he was a student. He was twenty two years old, young guy. Uh, these white guys jump out yelling and screaming. He was like right outside of his building. So he mm-hmm. did what, you know, the fight or flight kicked in. He ran up the stairs trying to get into his apartment. And at the door, I think with the keys in the lock, these devils shot 41 times, meaning that they had to reload. In other words, they empty, a couple of empty the clips and then they had yeah. to reload mm-hmm. on a human being. Mm-hmm. He was the only human being in the hallway as far as I'm concerned. So that's when it really came so we've been, you know, doing the same shit since then. So my the reason why I asked you about all this stuff is because I think the only thing we haven't tried is Exodus. <laughs> so I, I I don't know if if if, if the house next door is open uh, ever are, but uh, <laughs> I honestly think that's the only thing we haven't tried. I mean, you have any no, thoughts on that? Let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen? I I remember Rodney King. Um, you know, and a few others. So it's it, it. This isn't the first time right. that something like this has happened in the U.S. Sure. What's what's uh, in terms of Trinidad? I mean, police beat people all the time in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. If you know, we're now talking about the party culture. You you'll find it's the law that at every party you need um, to have police there. Okay. And if somebody gets somebody gets drunk, you know, and belligerent and starts to act up, it's it's nothing strange for some officers to tune him up a bit. Right. You know? Um, so that's a common thing. It's not excuse. There's not excusing it, but it's common. But sure. as you said, it's, it's, it's not murder or, right. you know, <clears throat> you, you make it home like, afterwards. You know what I mean? You correct, live to see correct. another day. And, yeah. And, you, and you're, you're a little, you're a little bit wiser. Right. For your experience. You know? Right. Um, but in terms of what is going on in the U S I, in my lifetime, at least have never seen the reaction the the nationwide reaction and then you have people in the UK you have um, people in France you have people in New Zealand um, large crowds massive crowds I understand that LA had fifty thousand um, I, I don't think even with with even with Rodney King when they had the riots and stuff I still don't think it had this large uh, I mean, you could correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not in the U.S., you know, but I don't think that the the, the outpouring of um, call for change has ever been this, um, 
widespread as it has been with in the case of Floyd. I, I've never seen it like this. When they when them when that cracker in um in uh in the, um uh, when they killed uh Mike Brown, uh right. Ferguson, uh, Missouri, when he murdered Mike Brown, mm-hmm. there were similar demonstrations in different part of the country, and that's when the professional activists you know, jump in and get in front of the camera and all that kind of stuff. Right. But right. It, it, you know, as soon as the cameras went away, they went away. But this thing is—I've never seen it like this. But here's my question, right? What do the police officers represent to the powers that be? Because let's be honest, these are these are moderately educated, working class white males, in some cases, Asians, because I see some Asians and Indians is, is shooting people too nowadays. <laughs> like, these are the guys that, 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 that the ruling elite wouldn't allow even in their neighborhoods. They don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about them. Mm-hmm. So, sure. so, so obviously, the police represent, to me, the police is a firewall between the poor and the wealthy. Mm-hmm. The wealthy who exploit the poor, because when we go to these jobs, we create value, and then, of course, you know how it is, they take the value we create and they give us pennies. And to keep and to keep that the equation from being balanced, that's what the cops are for. And so I think that's why, you know, because I remember in the nineties, Reagan was like going after the union, right? The union of uh, um, uh, air air traffic air traffic controllers or whatever. The police got a union. The the government could go, you know, attack the union and make the police vulnerable and have they could change the laws, but they won't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I think in some places they're going to disband. But I think that's what it really boils down to. It's a systematic thing. That's why I say the only thing is the because <clears throat> you're saying the police tune people up. I mean, people would rather have a tune up than a, than a, a funeral, bullet. you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess to me, the only thing we haven't tried is uh, is, is leaving. You know, what I mean, that's the only thing I can think. I mean, I, I've been following expats uh, on YouTube, and thankfully, one of my kids is out of the country, and uh, you know, I got to get the other ones out. And um, they don't have this experience. Sure, do they miss home? Sure, you know, do they miss <clears throat> certain things? But I, I keep hearing these people talk about, I feel safe, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, well. I don't know if, as you say, um, the the police are designed to be a firewall. But for for my take on it is for for society for societies to function, you need uh, people to agree to a particular set of rules of be and behaviors and punishments, True. and agree to to subject themselves to that, or you fractions of the society against each other so that they will be too busy um, they'll be too engaged with one another as the enemy and uh, you could basically get to do what you want you know mm. okay. so that's that's if you if you know if if you as you say you have your tin foil and stuff off the mic mm-hmm. um, there's always there's always a boogeyman right you know, they they always create a boogeyman, um, whether it's terrorism um, or whatever that boogeyman is for people mm-hmm. to um, give up a bit of their freedom because they, they expect the government to deal with this boogeyman that they've created. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in 
the current scenario, the boogeyman is the other aspect of society. So the boogeyman is the cops for ordinary people. Mm-hmm. And for the cops, the boogeyman is people who are trying to disband them. And in the meantime, the ones who really have the power um, continue on as, as, as they were. But mm-hmm. I've said too much. <laughs> you said too much. <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I know that, uh, you know, I know that you, uh, not everybody likes to talk about this issue, but I appreciate your perspective. And I really appreciate it because you're outside of the country. And so you're yeah, almost like a strong, neutral man, party in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah, but stay strong because uh, it, it's it's looking crazy from outside here. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we always get through it. You know what I mean? The shit burns and then it gets rebuilt and everything like yeah. that. And But I've, I've never seen, like the, the other day, the politicians, uh, the Democratic Party, they put on Kinsey cloth like uh, <laughs> collars. <Black>. And they, <laughs> <laughs> somebody check for hot sauce in their purses. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, next thing they're not going to get a perm and pick out Afro. I don't know, man. Sing Kumbaya I saw, I saw or something. Uh, somebody you photoshopped a poster with um, Black Panther 2 with Nancy Pelosi and, and Chuck Schumer on the poster. I, I couldn't catch myself. That is hilarious, man. <laughs> what killed me was Nancy Pelosi is like 80 years old. She got down yeah. and up with no help? That's pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, they 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 building some new white people, man. I mean, uh, Bernie had a had a heart attack. He kept running. <laughs> in, in the old days, they would have took a white person out. Yeah. All right, man. Let me start talking about this shit. So, so uh, a couple years ago, it seems like it seems like uh, less time than that, but a couple of years ago, I discovered uh, Self Flux. It was a beautiful series. Um, about a, a faraway planet, and uh, each there was different nations on the planet, and they kind of picked the champion. I thought of them as sheriffs, but they picked the kind of champion, and uh, the champions were brought together, and and they were supposed to fight this this common threat, and uh, and so we talked about that, and this is long before an animation thing begun. Um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah. And so, so I was like, okay, this is terrific. I can't wait for the next series. I mean, and the thing that I loved about it was your character design. Um, just to kind of briefly go over it. Um, as I recall, you were inspired for your different characters by different cultures, right? That's correct. That's correct. Okay. Like there was this one guy who does a lot of acrobatics, was he like? Was he like a, inspired by some like Vietnamese priest or something? The, or? Yeah, the, the the Hmong the Hmong people of Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and then, okay, and then the main the main uh, character, and I want to mispronounce your name. It's o- Okara. Okira. 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 Yeah. The thing I loved about her was, in a, in a sense, I got I got a storm vibe from her. Because of her outfit and like the the the, the little, uh, but you 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 kind of dressed her in a very. It was modest, but it was very feminine. Yeah, uh, yeah. Character design. Okay, so so we went there. So you can go to selflux.com and you guys can pick up the comics digital and paper, as I recall. So so tell me about this animation journey. Oh, one, well. I, as, as I told you the last time, I have always 
been in love with animation. Mm-hmm. That's since 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 I was um, since the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a story I like to tell people is um, as soon as school was out, you would never find me hanging out on the street corner or liming by friends or anything because I used to head straight home because right after um, school they used to have Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. And then after Sesame Street, the next show that would come on was Thundercats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know I made it a point to be front and center in front of the television mm-hmm. um, because I didn't want to miss a, a, a minute of it. You mm-hmm. know, the minute that screen turned red and you hear Thundercats, <laughs> you know that I used to transport myself into another world and I, I was not to be disturbed my under, my mother understood that mm-hmm. uh, for the next half an hour you know yeah um so i have always always been in love with, with animation um always had dreams of of doing it one day but never had the opportunity um or the means you know mm-hmm. um but when i met and married my wife in in 2007 mm-hmm. um what we used to do that that's how we met in the first place we used to watch a, we used to look at a lot of movies okay and then we we drifted into anime and we watched a, we looked at a lot of anime and then we started looking at um on, well on youtube it's all on youtube old 80s cartoons so we went back to the the thundercats and silverhawks and and that type of stuff oh wow okay and uh, something you could say was rekindled in me and uh, I the desire to once again do this animation thing, and the other thing, comics is another thing I, I grew up on that I wanted, always wanted to do. That was rekindling me, and I, I told her, I said, you know what, I always wanted to do, I always wanted to create a comic book. And her response was, you know, well, why don't you do it? You know, it, it wasn't. Come on, you're a big man. Were you trying to do a comic book for? It wasn't anything like that. She's mm-hmm. always been my support and my encouragement. So she said, "Well, well, do it." You know, I did the research and everything, and that's how we we did self locks. But after we did self locks, after we, we we published our first book, I wanted to create uh, a trailer to help promote the book and stuff that I could upload to YouTube or share on on social media and. Um, kind of get people's attention to, to the book. Um, so I, I asked around to see if I could get someone to animate a trailer for me because I wanted something with that 80s <coughs> flair that I grew up on, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, the price tags that were attached to those um, quotations that I got were way out of my um, reach. Just to give you an, an idea, the exchange rate for the US dollar to Trinidad dollar is six dollars and I think seventy cents or something like that. So it's sixty six seventy TT to one US. Okay. And the cost of thirty seconds of animation we got was thirty thousand US. Good gracious. So multiply thirty thousand by six point seven and you'll have an idea of how much money I had to sell my liver for. Wow. Um, if I wanted to hire someone to, to do the animation for, 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 for me to do mm-hmm. this trailer. So the next thing, the next thing that came to me is um, I wonder if I could do this thing for myself. I mean, I always wanted to animate uh, ever since I was a, a, a little boy. 
I wonder if this is the time and the circumstance that will allow me to animate. Um, when I was growing up, we didn't have computers. We didn't have um, programs like Photoshop and, and, and After Effects. We didn't have the internet. We didn't have Facebook. We didn't have um, Instagram. So a lot of things were available to me now that I didn't have growing up. Mm -hmm. So I, I went on YouTube. I, I did tutorials. I did... Um, uh, you know, courses and stuff, and I, I taught myself how to animate, and and that's how I released the, that's how we released the first Self Flux trailer. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. And ladies and gentlemen, if you go like right now, I'm looking at selfflux.com. The banner is a is a is a wonderful animated loop that you, it goes through. It shows you all the characters, and yeah, uh, and you also cool. see a pre order now where you can get the DVD of episode one, right? Yeah, yeah. Still working on that. It's a challenge, but I haven't given up yet. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'm just yeah. amazed at the progress you've made being one person. I mean, uh, there's a there's a there's another brother that I that I'm thinking about now who who started a company. I think he has five animators uh, on his team, and, and you know it, it oh. takes them a minute to put out content. And so I think you're doing a, a hell of a job. Um, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge, but. Um, I can't, I, I haven't, you know, I, I read an article somewhere where the person was asking the question, when is it okay to give up on your dream? Mm -hmm. And the answer was, um, when you no longer have the desire. Okay. You know, and that hasn't happened to me yet. In Beautiful. fact, the desire has gotten stronger, so I'm still at it. What kind of response have you gotten from, uh, you know, folks who have saw your content? I mean, are you meeting these people at conventions? I remember you told me there was a convention down in Trinidad and Tobago that you went two years ago. Yeah, that's Anime Carib. Um, Anime Carib has um, is basically responsible for me doing the animated series. In that, when we did the trailer, mm -hmm. we released it online, and the organizer, the head organizer of Anime Carib, a woman by the name of Camille Selvan Abrams, she saw the trailer and she invited us to. Anime Carib to showcase self Oh wow! And it's it's because of the response that we got at Anime Carib that that I decided that I wanted to do a series. Mm -hmm. You know, if 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 I had just done the trailer, completed the trailer, and left it like that, that would have been fine. You mm -hmm. know, but because of how people were, in particular, how they were reacting to Akira. You know, yeah. um how the, the diverse characters and, and, you know, the, the epic story and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, I said, well, it's, it, it may take a while, but why don't we put together a whole series, you know? Yeah. Um, so the, the response there has been all, all overwhelming. Um, online, same thing. Uh, you mentioned earlier about the voice actors, mm -hmm. um, that group I, I will be eternally grateful to. They, they not only, um, donated their time, their talent, their, their equipment, because a, a few of them have professional um, studios at, at, at their homes. Mm -hmm. um, they, not apart from them doing that, from time to time, they will always encourage me. You know, they will reach out and they say, how are things going? How are you how you're coming along? You know, don't give up. You know, self-flux is awesome mm -hmm. and, and that type of stuff. So yeah. they are the genuine article. And uh, we have... We have a few dedicated fans who follow us and, and encourage us and that type of stuff. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, <clears throat> the thing about the response you're getting and the response of other creators I'm getting, 
was seen and, and displayed to the whole world uh, by the reaction of the Black Panther movie, the Marvel Black Panther movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we we haven't talked, you know, you know about that in a minute, but it let us know that it wasn't just us that wanted to see us on the screen. Correct. Correct. It was. It was the whole. I don't know, language, but it was the whole blankety blank world <laughs> wanted to see that shit. You know what I mean? They wanted to see that, and, uh, and, and so it's like, yeah, do, don't don't you ever give up, man? Because uh, it'll be worth it, you know, once you complete it. Now, let me let me let me let me ask you this: I'm talking to a lot of people, you know, on the show. I always talk to folks, and then every now and then somebody will come on and say, "Hey, Jonathan, can you uh, you know bring us on the show? We want to promote our Kickstarter." Have you ever figured this into your your strategy? Not everybody does, but but some you know. Have you ever thought about the the Kickstarter as as a, as yeah, a tool? Yeah, we actually um, we actually tried an Indiegogo because we're in Trinidad. We we can't use Kickstarter. Oh, Trinidad okay. Is not, not one of the countries that's allowed on. Kickstarter actually has a very limited number of countries okay. that they allow on. Yeah, they, that they allow on their platform. Trinidad is not one of them. I think it has to do with the taxes or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually tried an Indiegogo, but we we got a few backers, but not. We weren't able to get the the goal, reach the goal that we we had set out to reach. Okay. Um, that's that could be for a few reasons. Um. But it, it, okay, that very same Kickstarter had a project, well, a, a Kickstarter post where somebody was making egg salad. Could you recall that? No. Someone posted that they were going to make egg salad mm-hmm. and they raised $63,000 on Kickstarter. <laughs> and, and when they, Are you when serious? They, when they asked them, yeah, when they asked them, you know, um, they did it as a joke. They, yeah. they did it as a joke. And they, I think they ended up donating the money to charity or something like that. Okay. But they did it as a joke. And they went on Kickstarter. They created a project. And they said, hey, we're making egg salad. Donate to our project. Wow. And they got 60 plus thousand dollars. Okay. So what happens, what happened with, um, I believe with Selflux is that we haven't connected with Selflux mass audience yet. Okay. So we have, we have a few dedicated fans, people who have been following us from day one, mm-hmm. uh, and they are they are still with us. But we haven't. Okay, let let me give you another example. There was a guy who, um, he has a large YouTube channel. Can't remember his name right now, but he approached us, and he asked us if we if we wanted him to share, um. Selflux on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he has one point something million subscribers or something. Oh, wow. Okay. And when, he, when he shared Selflux, it got like 7,000 views in a day or two. Oh, wow. We never got that kind of reaction to the very same trailer that he would have shared. The reason being, he has a larger audience mm-hmm. and our audience is small. Okay. You know? So if if we could reach uh, a larger audience and and find more people who would be interested, who we could connect with, who would be interested in something like Selflux, okay. I think we 
well. And when we launched our Indiegogo, we weren't we weren't able to do that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's that was that. So gotcha, gotcha. Well, I, I've talked to uh, several people, and uh, not everybody uses uh, a crowdfunding. Some people, you know, they 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 do it on their own, and then you know, from the sales of of the product, you know, they they pour it back into the company. Uh, correct, um, correct, yeah. yeah, there's another brother in Canada who does that, and other folks. So okay, all right. Well, what you're doing is high quality, you know, high level work, and uh, and the writing. I remember the writing was very light. It was intense in, in, in points, but it was light. And uh, and like I said, you had the most cosmopolitan uh, cast of characters of all of the books that I reviewed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a thing. I so, remember you you commenting on it and saying that it it. The book can be likened to Malcolm after he came back from Mecca. Exactly, exactly. Because yeah. Malcolm was like, "I work with anybody." <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? You, you know I'm, most of my people are pre pre Mecca. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm pre Mecca. Yeah. To be honest with you, they was pre Mecca. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you the future. You know what I mean? In the in the sense, you the future. So um, so so yeah. Well, I, I definitely try to do my part to uh to promote the series, and I know there are other. Uh, podcasters uh, that that want to do the same. Um, other than cons, uh, other than cons, um, like have you ever been to any cons in the U.S.? Have you had the opportunity? No. Or no? Okay. No, okay. no, we've never traveled. Um, we had some plans this year, but that, well, shit, you, plans in twenty twenty <laughs> don't mix. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, we had we had um something set up, but that that because of the coronavirus and the lockdown and stuff, that those plans fell through. Like we we had a um uh film festival mm-hmm. that um and that's that's just up the island in Saint Vincent. Okay, uh, that that got cancelled as as well because of of. The coronavirus. All situation. right, I'm definitely gonna send uh, this show to a to a to a uh, a brother um, who was uh, working on some stuff. So let me ask you about this new project. Obviously, I love Self Flux. I love what you're doing with the comics. Um, of course, I want to. Uh, uh, we we we're looking for number four. Is number four of Self Flux coming out pretty soon or no? Yeah, we had plans. Um, again, plans. We had plans to release it in May, mm-hmm. um, but this this new project that you just mentioned there, um, something came up with that, so I had to put Self Flux Issue Four on hold gotcha. to get something done with this new project gotcha. to cap to, to catch a date. So let's talk about this new project. Tell us about this new animation project. Right. Well, this new uh, pro- project is called. Um, the God of the Wilderness. Mm-hmm. And it's basically about um, a young boy who all his life wants to be something. But because of his circumstances, because of where he lives, because of um, his situation, you know, he feels stunted. He feels limited. And he makes a series of unfortunate choices that... Um, starts a set of events cascading mm-hmm. and he has to deal with those consequences and okay. that's basically what what the 
what the show is about. Um, if I could tell you, um, yeah, but I don't want to give away too much. No, I don't, I, I don't want it, you to it, either. Just tell tell us about the three characters because you tweeted. Uh, let's see, in May you tweeted about and you showed us three characters: a little girl yeah. and then the two little boys. Can you tell us about those characters briefly? Right. Well, the the, the main character is the the guy um, to the front. Okay. Uh, his name is Nabu. That's the main character. Okay. And uh, he uh, again with the the, the unfortunate choices that he makes mm -hmm. meets has an encounter with an ancient god okay and this god grants him certain abilities um you don't give away too much now i want to trick you yeah, i want to yeah, trick you to give away too much <laughs> no 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 that's fine okay um that's why the book is called the god of the wilderness ah know? okay um so he now has these special abilities but he must deal with uh, consequences to choices that he's made in the past. Gotcha. Um, and that's basically that's that's basically his journey. You know? So when are we gonna be able to see the trailer? Okay, we'll be dropping a trailer on the fifteenth of June. That's next Wednesday, I believe. Wow. Okay. 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 So this show is gonna post next Sunday. Monday. Next, so, next Monday. Oh, next Monday. Hold on. Let me check. Next Monday. Yeah. All right. So today is the tenth. Oh, sure enough. Okay, all right. So this show is going to post the fourteenth. So okay, good. I'll make sure I, uh, I, uh, I let the folks know. So wow, man. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. You know, you said uh, so this... just to, just to give you an idea. Uh huh. Um, we posted a black and white, um, what you call it, a, a sample trailer that a sample from the trailer that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. uh, just black and white line drawings animated mm -hmm. we, we we got fourteen thousand likes on instagram wow that, that what is we your instagram uh account by the way gemgfx okay yeah okay. we've never gotten we've never gotten anything like that for anything that we've posted not even for self logs that's amazing yeah so people are already um at least for the quality of the animation that that i've been able to produce for this mm-hmm I've already, the air's already up then. You know? Wow, wow, wow. You keep taking it to another level. You know, um, it's interesting. You mentioned the, you finds the ancient god in the wilderness. I'm starting to see in other uh, artists, they're using Orisha as a kind of inspiration, you know, for different characters and stuff. Um, yeah, I've seen that too, yeah. Yeah, I find that very interesting. It's beautiful because, I mean, that's a whole... Uh, history and mythology that folk can tap into. You know, yeah, you know a, what I mean? Yeah, it's a whole pantheon, a yep. whole pantheon of um, gods and goddesses. Yep, yep, yep. You know? Because they're so old, I mean, you know, we can we can touch them. It's not like like nobody's going to make Jesus a superhero. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's too soon, baby. You know? Soon, you know? But some people would say Shango would predate Thor. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. kind of a thing, because he was another, you know, guy with the hammer and the lightning and the whole bit. So, uh, so that's this. It's, it's interesting to see that. That's beautiful. Wow. So, if if, if folk wanna to support, uh, sell flux and support this new property, uh, the God of the Wilderness, uh, tell us, uh, you know, where to go and, and how to support. 
just follow just follow us on our social media. You can find Selflux on Facebook, Twitter, um, at Selflux. You can find me on Instagram where I share um, all my art and my animation and stuff at GMGFX. Um, just just follow, like, and share. You know, the, 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 the more the thing spreads, the more people hear about it, and that'll be the better for us. Fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Everard, it's been an honor to have you back on the program. It's always a pleasure to, to chat with you, man. It's always...